This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation. everybody. Dale Robbins, Rich Violet, and the head coach of the Northwood Timberwolves, Leonard Haynes. And it is the final episode, episode 11, of uh, Northwood Replay here on MCTV. And a long season at times, and all of a sudden we realize it's over. And I know your, uh, your philosophy, Coach, is... Uh, how you doing this week? And you're always one or you're O and O. You're always O and O coming into Saturday's game. Well, there's not a Saturday game, nor do you see the gridiron for another 48 weeks now. Uh, yeah, I was doing math, and I, I guess uh, I'm going to claim for the next 48 till you guys take another snap in 2019. I'm running with the fact you're one and O this week, and you finish your season with an exclamation point and a fantastic win uh, up at uh, Houghton over uh, the Huskies of Michigan Tech, a 26-23 victory to cap the season for all of your seniors and your career for your, for your seniors, yeah. copying their career. Uh, you took a young team from 12 weeks ago, and they're not young anymore. Uh, they still may be youthful, but I think 2018 and the weighted scale of successes and lessons learned and who they are, who you are as a staff, you and your staff, uh, what a nice finish and a great way to put a little icing on the top of the cake of a, of a year that had some, uh, some discouragements throughout, but you never seemed to lose sight of what it was all about and Saturday's win up at Houghton was uh, was a good way to kind of uh, uh, magnify some of your success. How do you feel about 2018 in that win on Saturday? Well, it's always good to win. You uh, bet. It always feels good to win and uh, it was great to see our guys come out and play with energy and, and be consistent throughout that game and and uh, it's always good to send the seniors out you know with the win because that's going to be their last in memory you know right. you know their last football game that they play at least that's how I felt when I played and um, so at the end of the day uh, I'm happy for our team excited for our team and what they were able to accomplish at the end a way to finish you know because like you said it's been an up and down season for us and you know and I'm not all about up and down I'm more about a man that preach consistency yes you and you don't ever want to be an up and down inconsistent football team and uh, and that's one thing we preach about and our kids understand that but to their credit I tell you what they always stay positive throughout this year they always came to practice with a sense of urgency and some energy and uh, sometimes as a coach you know how to take their energy but I, I think they could have definitely gone the other way it could have been like pulling teeth to you know, sure. the practice and so and uh, Rich happened to come out to practice one of those days and, uh, and saw us out there in that cold weather uh, a brave man <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, football weather. Well, it yeah. was fun. It was fun to go out there. The yeah. team was upbeat, positive. Yeah. You preached the same message all the way through. And, and Coach, you had everything against you going up to Houghton. Right. Yeah. I mean, you traveled light because of injury. Yeah. You're on a bus for eight hours. In the snow. In the snow. It's cold. Yeah. There's a foot of snow on the field. Mm-hmm. they got to plow it off. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's against you and the team, and yet you overcome. And, uh, and, and that's because of the consistency in preaching what you've preached all year. And, um, or at least that's what I'm, I'm hearing out of your voice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's something we've always preached, you know. Um, be consistent, don't be a team that goes up and down, yeah. uh, things of that nature. And so, um, and again, we didn't let those things become a factor. You know, we knew uh, that the game would probably be delayed, so we communicate those things. There's little things now people don't take into consideration. You know, we preach those things to our team. Hey, it's going to be a delay. They're getting a lot of snow. Hey, and we we're, and we try not to focus on, hey, we're going over the bridge, we're going up to Tech, it's different playing up there. We don't get caught up in that because I believe once you start talking like that, then it sets a negative seed in some players' head, and then they can use that as an excuse. So, right. But our guys, you know, they fall through the elements. They play with enthusiasm. They did just like they practiced, and, you know, thank God we came out with a victory. I was taking a look at the numbers on paper we had talked about a week ago before you guys went north. And, uh, you know, uh, Tech is a solid football team. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing can be taken for granted. And they had played kind of an equal record coming in as what you guys had done. Mm-hmm. By the way, you finished your year at 3-7 and seven overall. Yeah. Importantly enough, three of your three wins were in the GLIAC. Mm-hmm. You defeated in one of those an undefeated team at the time, which was Davenport coming to town 6-0. Mm-hmm. and And two of your three victories were both road wins. You had to cross the Mighty Mac to do it twice, but you went up to both northern Michigan a month ago, and you finish up at Houghton. Uh, that's critical, your game wins. But I'm looking at the numbers. On paper, you pretty much were right where Tech had been averaging per game through, uh, through their nine games coming in. Mm-hmm. You kept them at that and actually under that. Talking about uh, Saturday's game a little bit. Uh, some numbers jump right off the page, but I was very impressed with the fact that your defense, actually, as they have all season, they put you in positions and they stopped an offensive drive when that needed to happen. What ended up being a three-point ball game mm-hmm. when domination, and even though clock didn't show it, you guys really had a pretty dominant game overall, but it still took your defense to come up and make a difference. Tell us a little bit about uh, the effort on the part of the defense on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I've been very pleased with our defense last couple of weeks just because you can see the maturity, you know, within that Saginaw game, how those guys started to battle. And um, I think that's where the turning point kind of started. Some of the young guys started to come of age and, you know, um, and they kind of carried over to the Michigan Tech game. Right. And you can see it, you know, the maturity and the aggressiveness. You guys play with a little bit of uh, a little bit of edge. And that's what you want from your defense. And uh, you can see it uh, throughout the whole game and to put us in some good positions, you know, to win the football game. So right. that's all you ask your defense just play hard and the guys got better that's enough you, you know you want to get better each week now it's the last week <laughs> but you know we definitely got better high note yeah. coach um by the end of the game the stats evened out a little bit but it was misleading because midway through the third quarter your defense only gave up 71 yards and 42 of those were on a, on a missed you know assignment let's mm-hmm. just say mm-hmm. on the touchdown run so Midway through the third, I mean, you're really without the missed assignment. You're at 
30 yards, 29 yeah. yards. Mm -hmm. That's outstanding defense. Yeah. Got to be super, especially with the young guys you got on the defensive side of the ball. You got to be real happy with that. Well, yeah, it makes you, you know, encouraged because now that's what you have going forward, you know, and a lot of those guys are back. And um, so it'll be good to see their the maturity as we go along through uh, throughout the offseason, through spring ball and when we get into fall, obviously. But, you know, it was good to see some of those guys step up and come of age. Uh, you could definitely build off of that for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, if you don't mind, Dale, um, offensively, I just thought you were so balanced. 247 rushing, you know, 147. I got to put my glasses on. 177, you know. You got 247 rushing, 177 balance. And Joey's all purpose yards were, were unbelievable. Mm -hmm. 298 all purpose yards. Round up, it's 300. You got, yeah, round up. <laughs> you got Spacuzzi, uh, like we mentioned during the break, when that guy's getting uh, all purpose yards, either kick returns or, you know, second and third receiver out there. He had 114. Your fullback's 138 yards combined. Outstanding production <clears throat> from that side of the ball. I, I just. I just think you got a lot coming back for the future. You played well, mm -hmm. and I know, Coach, you weren't happy a couple of times with finishing in the red zone. Right. And, right. you know, what do you do to, to, to correct that? Well, you know, it, it reps, practice, a mentality, you know, uh, and that's something the guys got to understand. If, if you want to win, those are things you, you have to have an edge about yourself when it comes to those. When you're in the red zone, going in to score, you have to, it takes on a whole different personality of its own. You know, defense trying to keep you out, you're trying to get in. Who's going to mm -hmm. win? You know, and that's, you know, we're going to play championship caliber football. we got to be able to finish those th things. Right. And, um, but for the most part, like you mentioned, I was, I was happy with our offense production, what we were able to do. I, I thought Zachary McCall a good game. You know, that we took what the defense gave us. We had a few wrinkles in there, and it, it was, it was good to see Joey back. Uh, doing his thing and I told Joey just relax and go out there and just be yourself and that's what he did and our kids really rallied around him and you know he had a good game and he made everyone else better. Outstanding. We uh, do have highlights and uh, do not adjust your white balance on your monitors at home. You're going to see some snow. Half an hour <laughs> delay to get the uh, field plowed but uh, yeah. play ball coach. Here we go. Let's take a look at yeah. Saturday against yeah. the Huskies. Here it is. Our defense here. Get Demetri here on this good sack. He was coming on a pressure. Uh, again, going back to our defense play. You know, we didn't see a lot of that throughout the year. And we got Corey Berger with a nice hard run up the middle. You know, every time. Every Punish time, you. yep. You know, very physical run and there's Joey on a little play action pass. This is a great catch by Gary. Hmm. He goes up, climbing the ladder to get that ball, comes down with it. That was a critical, critical play for us driving in. And here's Corey Burgett again up the middle. Nice strong run. You know, these guys, you know, the seniors, Gary and, and Corey, they, they had some pretty good games to see. So this is something they'll never forget the rest of their lives. And uh, here's another play action pass. And here's Joey hitting Al Spacuzzi here. For a and nice game. To play alive with his feet. With his feet, absolutely. Yeah. And so again, it's good to have Joey back. And then here's a door, another nice, nice run up the middle, breaks it outside. You know, again, we're keeping the drive over. That was third and two. Um, here it is. They draw the team off sides, and we just throw it up. You know, whatever the defense gives us on our side, we're going to throw it deep or throw it up so our receiver can go get us. It's a free play. But here's another uh, zone uh, play, and where Joey just runs through tackles. That's and a 42 yarder. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little fun with the Alex there. wants to be the first one there. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our defense is again 
position to get guys rallying to the ball. Mikel, you got defense and CJ, defense lineman, and Simeon there as well. And we're on the kickoff here at Al Spacuzzi. It's good to see Al. You know, this is the first year we have Al kicker right. returning kicks. And, you know, yeah, I think he's done an excellent job throughout the year. He just look and, at him. Uh, look at him. He just he, sees the field he, so well. He can see it. Great yeah. vision. He's just got to outrun those kickers. You know, <laughs> got to figure that out. You got to figure that out. But, no, that was good. Good to see again. And here's the triple option play where Joey keeps the ball. And he takes it in for a touchdown. Small and so, scene. He found it, didn't he? Yeah, small scene. He found it. And, um, we're off and running. And here back to defense. <laughs> great play by Dimitri. Another sack. Ten on the day. Safety Tackle. pressure. Yes, great day for Dimitri. And then here is a rollout pass. But we're going to scramble a little bit and come up and hit Gary Landless for a critical touchdown with that drive, you know, to help uh, put us ahead uh, for the rest of the game. Yeah. 12 plays, 85 yards, took 520 off the clock yep. after you went down on a miscue. Dimitri making that big defensive stop, and then because you're down three at that point, yes. right? And then you come back, and uh, just so proud of your guys, and I know yeah. you are. Uh, yeah. You don't fold your tent. You just, like, We're no. going to win this game. Exactly. And our guys didn't bat an eye. I think I told you guys that earlier. Don't bat an eye. They just, they just say, hey, we got it. Yeah. And, and you can feel the confidence. And right. They never, never, ever wavered. Let's go ahead and take a look at last week's results throughout the GLIAC. Yeah, Fair State uh, played uh, William Jewell with 47 to 6, with Fair State coming out on top. Northern Michigan was at Ashland. Ashland beat them 41 to 7. Grand Valley's over Wayne State 45-21. Uh, double overtime game with Saginaw right versus on. Davenport. Very good football game, from my understanding, uh, with Saginaw squeaking it out 24-17 in Northwood University over uh, Michigan Tech up in Holden, Michigan. And coach, the can uh, the uh, regular season in the conference looks just like this at the finale. Yeah, here we are uh, at the end of regular season. Fair State, 4-0 as the GLIAC champions, and um, got Grand Valley with seven and one, Ashland six and two, Saginaw five and three, Northwood three and five, Davenport uh, three and five, Tech two and six, and Wayne State Northern at one and seven. And overall records uh, for the year is Fair State to see 11 and 0. Grand Valley is 10 and 1. Ashland 6 and 4. Uh, Saginaw Valley is 8 and 3. Good year for them. Northern, uh, or Davenport, Northwood 3 and 7. Right. Sorry, uh, Davenport 6 and 5. Michigan Tech's 4 and 6. And Northern Michigan is 3 and 8 with Wing State rounding it out at 2 and 9. So at the uh, end of each and every year for you, uh, those final records throughout the GLIAC, I think, uh, really emphasize the parity that uh, takes place in the GLIAC. You have teams uh, like the Ferrises who didn't take a hit in the regular season in the GLIAC. Mm -hmm. But every team on every Saturday throughout that lineup you just went through in their final records, there is not a given that it's a win nor a loss the way that this league plays football. Yeah, it's great. It's a great conference, you know. Week in, week out, you got to show up to play. You can't take anyone for granted, and that's one thing we preach our guys. You can't take any team for granted, no matter what records are, what they look like. You have to show up to play, right? Because any team can be be beaten on any given Saturday, and uh, especially in this conference. So uh, you got to strap it up, be ready to play, and be prepared, and, and give it your all. And that's why next man up is so important. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know. having six, you experienced that all season. We experienced long. that yeah. all season, and yeah. then it be next, next, next <laughs> man up. <laughs> yeah, we had that. Yeah, a couple positions. You sure did. Yeah. Well, I think Rich hit on it in the fact mm. that uh, nobody decided to close up shop with uh, 57 and a half minutes to play on right. Saturday. Mm -hmm. And if you've got to finish on the note that says, not only where you've been in 2018, but where is this young squad we've talked about all season long going in 2019? The kind of leadership that uh, Joey coming back and had that he knows he's the odds-on favorite to be a starter next year when he stays healthy and he keeps working on it. Mm -hmm. The young guys that have played under him for only about four and a half games all season long out of the ten that uh, you dock it out, that has just got to be a, a, a generous build of enthusiasm for these young guys to say, we can go anywhere and do anything on any given, sat any given Saturday if we play Northwood football. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's you're right. Our, our guys, going into this offseason, I guess I could start there. Sure. Our, our guys have to understand we have to have a sense of emergency. That's right. what I told them. And it's about putting the work in. Yeah, some of the young guys got experience playing, and you got some of the young guys that are eager to play. But they have to understand they have to have a work ethic and a mindset to be able to compete at a high level in this conference and to compete in the higher upper echelon of this conference week in and week out. And so to be a consistent football team, we have to put the work in in the offseason. Absolutely. Offseason training, summer training. If we want to be different and truly compete and be relevant, we have to do those things consistently when no one's watching. Right. And so they have to get after it. And, and, and we met about that. And my thing is uh, you got to come ready to work and got to earn your keep. You got to earn everything you get. You know, Joey is the favorite, but Joey's got to keep working. Absolutely. Because it's not going to be given to him. And so, and that's what all positions are. Our guys understand that. And so, these, and no one can rest and be complacent. We're a 3 7 football team. And we want to be better than 3 7. That's not the standard here. I right. can feel it, coach. Yeah. Outside of the locker room, outside of the team, uh, calling the games, coming out to practice, seeing the enthusiasm. I can see it that the the players believe they believe in what you're preaching they believe in the leadership right. they believe in Joey you can I think you've got a first positive step towards next year I think they're they're going to say hey we got a we got a chance to do something special next year yes and they and they they know it I think they feel it but now they have to put the work in right so the actions have to match their words and if we do that, uh, we'll be just fine because we do have a lot of talent back. We have guys that's eager and guys that want to win and compete at a high level. So, uh, yeah, they they got a taste of some, some, you know, at the end, you always want to finish with the win, obviously. So they got a taste of, hey, this feels good. So now what do we do to keep this going? Well, just to finish, my thought on your question to Coach was not only do they believe in the staff and the leadership provided, not only do they believe in the senior leadership they saw in each other throughout the season, these young guys, they now believe in themselves. Mm -hmm following the sure. program. Yeah. So, believing in yourself, that'd mean 2019. Hey, we'll talk about next season a little bit, and we'll have some more thoughts and ideas on the 2018 campaign from uh, Coach Haynes. But we're going to give you an important message from MCTV. First, stay where you're at. We'll be right back.
Hi, welcome back, everybody, and uh, glad you stuck with us. Uh, Northwood Replay, it is the 11th episode, which means we are at the end of the season 2018. And the question I have actually to start the second uh, uh, um, session here, Coach, would be, Rich, you got any questions? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Run with yeah, it, my brother. <laughs> Coach on the recruiting trail. Yeah. Okay. Do you take the best off the board, the best players that are out there? Or are you going for specific position players? Well, right now we're going for specific guys. We have uh, obviously some positions to fill, some holes to fill, and um, some areas we need to. We feel we need to get better in fast, rather quickly. So we'll do some junior college uh, recruiting. We'll do some uh, obviously high school recruiting and try to fill some areas. But a lot of times too, if it's the best, one of the best guys on the board, you know, regardless of position, we'll definitely go after them because sometimes you know those guys they're just difference makers and they right. find well, place to play. Correct me if I'm wrong. Christian Martinez is kind of like that guy, mm -hmm. quarterback in mm -hmm. high school. Great athlete, right? right. You put him at receiver early on, and mm -hmm. his and his starts here. Exactly. That's that's you know you get guys like that you just can't pass up. You right. Know, you, it's one of those guys you just got to find money for, and um, <laughs> we'll definitely find money for guys that can play. Okay. Definitely, Good. yes, Good. sir. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is, uh, you know, we've had uh, many of your players throughout the last several yeah. years join us. And uh, it's more than just being a football player that you're recruiting. Uh, because really, truly an athlete, and I think uh, many of your freshmen and redshirt freshmen exemplify this, is that uh, it's about being an athlete. It's about being good at a bunch of things on the field. But I think also uh, it, it falls within your realm as, as the head coach and what your program represents not only to the school, but to the community and to these young men in general. It's a quality person that you're looking for as well. And you have stayed true to that. Regardless of your needs, you continue to recruit young men who are, in fact, men when they arrive. Well, they're not all men when they arrive. Yeah. But, they're on the verge. But, they're quality kids. Because they, they, never, they never come here as finished products. So sure. it's, it's part of our jobs, too, as coaches to help develop them. Yeah. You know, when their parents pass the baton off to us, you know, we hope to keep maturing them and helping them grow into the young men that they can become. Right. Because they're not the finished mm -hmm. product when they leave here, but they're going to be much better when they arrived. And so we recruit character at the end of the day. I believe character wins in the long run. And we get a guys with great character and great football players at the end of the day. Day. I believe they'd be great husbands, great fathers. I right. believe they can be a great uh, uh, ambassador and leader. Uh, and leaders. And, and so, so that's what I look for. I'll add to that because, you know, I was getting a cup of coffee at the hotel the morning that uh, you're having your team breakfast. Yes. And um, Dimitri Abro was standing there getting a cup of coffee with me. He comes up to me, gives me a hug. Hey, coach, how's it going? And, <laughs> and just, you know, he made the trip yeah. and, yeah. and, Darren Klein and I walked away, and the first thing out of our mouths was great character. Yep. Yep. And, and we said, Dimitri's got great character. And I said, absolutely, he has yep. great character. Yeah. And, and that's a testament to you and your recruiting and bringing the right kids here and, and teaching them. And teaching. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all uh, learning, a work in progress, I should say. <laughs> work in progress. So, Dimitri is a great kid. That was yes, cool. I mean, you know. 
makes you feel really good yes, to be does. a part of it. It really it does. does. Well, Coach, you got something to feel good for on behalf of uh, eight of your players who uh, earned some some postseason honors in the GLIAC. You had uh, both Gary Landless and uh, Damon Sutton that were uh, named to the second team all-GLIAC all yes. team uh, for their contributions in 2018. And then you've got a half a dozen uh, players named to uh, the honor mention that includes uh, Abro and it uh, includes Jacobs and Sanford McCarver and Spacuzzi and uh, Williamson and, and Wilcher who were also yeah. named honorable mention. That is a core of young leaders we're just referencing here. And of that list I just referenced, Landless goes away. The rest of these guys bring back to you and the team that's being recruited currently and the team that existed in 28 with them. Your leadership core continues to just absolutely shine. Yeah, you know what? With that, that I mean, that's a testament to these young men. You bet it is. Um, their hard work, what they put in. And, you know, for Gary, I'm very happy for Gary just because we're an option-style offense. And he don't get many balls, but the balls he get, he go and get them. He yeah. catch them. Yeah. And he makes the most of it. But I watched him work so hard this summer to develop uh, his skill set. And the work he put in the offseason, man, is, you know, I can't be more happy for any kid than Gary because sure. it showed up this year. And his work ethic really shined through. And his Check leadership really shined through. Average about 27 yards a carry, which led Division Two yeah. across the board. A catch, yeah. Per yeah. Catch. Yeah. 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 He never got down. Nope. No. He could have got down because, you know, we're going through quarterbacks with injuries and all mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. And, you know, it wasn't always in the game plan. Mm -hmm. But he never got down and he just kept fighting and battling. And I'm sure he probably never said a word. He just did his job. Just did his job. Yeah. Gary bought in completely. And he yeah. was bringing people along with him. And he was a true example of what I, I believe a great teammate is. And a um, guy that just keeps coming back to work regardless of the situation. And he, he had some adversity striking his life. You know, he lost his grandfather. Right. But he played through. Uh, we work with him, obviously, with that, but he played through it, and, you know, he had a great season. And, uh, again, it's just a testament for the type of man he is and character, you know, what type of person he is. He didn't have the opportunity to get down because he was on punt uh, on punt team and uh, kickoff team. He's going downfield making tackles so he oh, can yeah. either get the ball back quickly. That's or quickly. right. Yeah. 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 That's right. He's turning yeah. a lot of those plays in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You bet. Uh, the season has uh, culminated into postseason play for a couple of the teams out of the GLIAC. Yeah. And uh, let's go ahead and take a quick peek at what lies on tap for a couple of our GLIAC uh, uh, competitors. Yeah, uh, very good for the GLIAC. We have uh, Fair State going up against Harding on Saturday. Um, and then those two went against each other last year. I think Harding beat them. I think um, you're right. And, um, but so this is big, a game for Ferris to try to redeem themselves. And got uh, the always powerful Northwest Missouri going up against uh, GVSU, Grand Valley State. So that should be a good one because I believe Grand Valley knocked them out of the playoffs last year, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, so those so some pretty good games. A couple of grudge weekend. matches yeah. on the yeah. ticket yeah. come Saturday. Yeah. Tours. Yeah. 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 Uh, Coach, uh, I, I know we don't give them a bunch of time and we only got a couple minutes left, but I just want to throw it your way. Uh, your staff, they are endlessly working at bettering uh, 100-plus young men mm -hmm. who arrive on your doorstep as a staff. Uh, talk about the value of what your 
your coordinators and what your assistance to them bring mm -hmm. to uh, to the Northwood idea uh, in on the football field. Well, it's important to have a staff that all, that that sees the vision as well and and they follow through with it. And so I believe we're a good core guys that uh, we work with that I work with. Um, you know, we'll start with Zach Reem on the offensive side of the ball. You know, obviously yeah. I work with his father. His father coached me, and you know he's a uh, he's a young bright football coach that I think uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And so, you know, he runs the show offensively with with EJ Arnold as our quarterback coach right. and special teams coordinator. And um, also you got Jeff Pierce and um, Zach Huter and Tom Crater that also helps out. So, good core guys. They work well together. And so, you know, it's always have it's great to have great people on your staff. And, and they always work hard. They put in an enormous amount of hours. And so to make sure we're doing things the right way and then get these kids in the right position to be successful. So right. um, so it's great to have those guys. And you got defensively, you got Malin Luke, who's been around for a number of years, I believe 10, 10 12 that years. So right. uh, I'm losing track. But, <laughs> uh, but then we have Gavin McMacken, our defensive line coach. Avant Mitchell uh, is our defensive backs coach. And also we have Brian Ligup that helps out as well. And our grad assistant, uh, Mike, uh, uh, who's with us for the first time this year. So uh, the great core guys. Again, we all work well together. And so, you know, it's been a pleasure working with all these guys. Well, the way I read it, you take the 11 players you got on the field, mm -hmm. roughly 11 that are on the sideline. You guys always got too many men on the field because you got 22 <laughs> guys that are vested in every snap, which, which is awesome for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, what I noticed with your coaching staff, too, great job of adjusting. You know, yeah. um, Zach and, and the offensive crew had to shorten their playbook at times, you know, yeah. based on the quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. And then when we got healthy again, started working some things back in. Mm -hmm. I noticed with Luke and the defensive staff, the adjustments they made. I know you play man a lot. Yes. I've seen a lot of cover, too, at times this game. And, yes. you know, that's great. And then EJ always just does a great job with the special teams. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so you, you put yourself together, great staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God, I thank God for them all the time. So. Yeah. Well, we are about ready to uh, call it a wrap, and I don't mean the kind that you get at the Timberwolf Cafe for lunch. I uh, talking about uh, Northwood replay for twenty, for twenty eighteen, uh, and uh, this has been just an absolute pleasure as always, Coach. You take time out of your busy schedule and you come hang and talk football with a couple of guys who just love to talk football with you. Uh, and I would like to thank those who. Uh, to continue to follow Northwood Replay and the success of uh, the Northwood football program here on MCTV along with our YouTube uh, rebroadcasts and also our podcast that we provided for you starting this year and the plan is to keep those up and active. I also want to take just quickly and thank Matt and Matt and Kevin, the staff here at MCTV for their commitment to, to excellence in programming at MCTV and I couldn't go without uh, thanking Jimmy Tim and Mary. Uh, they have been as steady as the coach has in making this uh, happen for us. Uh, coach, as always, I love you, and uh, you and I get to hang together on a daily basis. We don't see each other every day, but we're in the same hub all the time. Yes, we are. To uh, a great friend, Rich Violet. you got something, don't you? I appreciate both of you. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. a lot of fun. Rich Violet, we pulled him out of his comfort zone and put him <laughs> into one that's a uh, comfort zone now, and that's uh, TV broadcast and radio broadcast. My partner all season long and I uh, love you too brother and thanks for that. For Rich Violet, Coach Leonard Haynes, my name is Dale Robbins and to each one of you be thankful for the things you have and happy Thanksgiving with the holidays upon us. Be blessed as the new year is that far away and as we always tell you at Northwood University and we dare you go away 
and go away mad. Go make a difference where you live and who you're with. Have a great off-season, everybody. We'll see you next fall. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov. MCTV.